Hello, everybody. It is Turch here. Kieran is having some technical issues. And uh, while he does that, I thought I'd just let you know that Kieran is completely useless uh, all the time when it comes to this sort of thing. I better start recording. There we go. There we go. Yes, he is completely useless. Uh, there are no spoons. We've been over this a million times, but uh, this is Kieran we're talking about. There are definitely no spoons. But uh, I'll let you guys in on a little secret. There might be something very cool coming very soon, but we will see. That will be something that the and I will be fixing. And I'll be fixing there. And anyway, how is everybody doing tonight? Lots of... Uh, while we wait for things like that. Let's keep drinking. Is it legal to drink on the stream? But... Oh, welcome, everybody. Like I said, Kieran is running a little bit late, so I've decided to start the show uh, without him. But we uh, but we will happily get someone else on the show, like I said on Twitter, if they really want, if they've got a great rant. I think I think we should open up the, the floor to, to invite people on. If they're gonna, if they're gonna rant, but Kieran is is late. He's had some technical issues. He's uh, he's been he's been warned by not only myself, um, but by but by uh, Jess, which is the only way you can get Kieran to do things is to get Jess to yell at him. And um, yeah, that's that. This is how we start the show, people, which is very exciting. Very exciting. Still technical difficulties, according to his latest message. Late within the margin of error. You know what? He was the one that set up the time of 8 o'clock that we were going to start the show. Um, I wanted to do it yesterday. It was a bit rough yesterday, but thought we'd do it yesterday, but he postponed it on me. And, uh, and uh, after all that, here we go. <laughs> um... <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Um, it's got another. Here we go. Here, here is the man himself. I'm gonna. I am gonna rant about that, Jess. I will definitely rant about that. <laughs> all right. Here we go. We're gonna. Should we add him to the stream? Yeah. All right. I'll add him to the stream. Fuck. Give me one second. <laughs> I can't hear you. But I can me. Are we live? Oh. Hey, everybody. Alright. Um, this is good. This is good. I can't hear you. Is my He's my co-host, the CEO. <laughs> Everyone else can hear me. It's it's the person who's always, always, never on time, and can't get any of his audio stuff One working. Second, there we go. It is Kieran, buddy. I would say how you doing, but you've really screwed the pooch. I thought you would have been one hundred percent ready at this point in time. People want to come. People have been yelling and ranting. Uh, they wanted me to start the show. They wanted me to start the show on time, but this is this is what we've got. We've got you <laughs> in, in in the chair at the moment. Here we go. We've got Kieran. Oh, okay. Kieran. Okay, one sec. Yeah, is that better? 
Oh, now I can hear you. For some reason, my mic, I can hear myself through the mic, but uh, um, <laughs> I can't hear you. Okay, so this is this is the quality that we're going to do right now. We are going to. I, I've got. To, I've got to mute. I've got to mute you on the phone here. So uh, okay, so I I okay. I'm going to put things in perspective for people. I set Kieran up with a great audio setup. He's got the mic. Like he didn't have to choose the mic. He didn't have to even pay uh, get the cables. Told him I got the cables for him. Everything was going pretty pretty well. And I told him how to set it all up. And ever since then, the <laughs> it was working. It, it's been working fine for a little while. And you know what I blame it on? I use my laptop to plug onto the plug into the TV to do our little yeah. live thing. And every time I plug it back into my computer setup, something's always a little bit different. I don't know what to say about that. I don't. I really don't. It's... Hey, but last. Hey, this is an improvement though, because last time I couldn't even get sound through those headphones. That's I true. E- I couldn't even hear me. So we're now, you know. That's very true. Um, I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed, but I really don't understand why I have to not only do this internet thing with you, but also mm-hmm. call you to get the show. Uh, well, now I out. now I can hear you, and I can see some comments uh, late within the margin of error. That's correct, Ellis. And um, I can actually tell you why I was late. Okay. Have we done Please the in- have, have we done the intro? Yeah, I just did the intro. I missed the music. Can we do it again? No, nah, we can't. We're, we're done. <laughs> no. Nah. We're done. I can't do the, you know why I can't do the music again? Because I used to, I play the music through my phone. Mm-hmm. And if, if I plug my phone in <laughs> into my interface, we're gonna hear you. We're gonna hear you or me talking through that. It's not gonna work, buddy. It's just not gonna work. So that's okay. Why were you late? Are you recording on your end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed okay, some of good. what I what I said though. I wasn't I've I've hit record, but um, some of it's obviously not going to quite sync up. It's the worst episode yet. <laughs> oh, this is this is great, people. Welcome, welcome. Um, no, I can tell you while I I was late, uh, two two things: remote controls and bins. Now we were watching uh, the Sopranos. We're onto the last season here. <laughs> He's gone, people. Yeah, we were we were watching the Sopranos. And uh, I won't name names, but someone's ass sat on the remote control and paused the TV. Yeah. Right. And so I had timed this. that There was three minutes from the end of, end of Sopranos to get on this podcast, which was fine. And then my computer decided it needed to do a restart. And then, you know, my audio system didn't quite work. What a story, Mark. Oh, absolutely. Oh. <laughs> And then I got yelled at for, you know, putting something in the bin. And I don't know what what happens in your household, but if if it's over if you put something in the bin and it overflows, then you have to put it out. And I clearly wasn't overflowing when oh, I put no, a bit of rubbish in the bin. It's a very easy system here at my house <laughs> because I am the man of the relationship. Mm-hmm. And I take the rubbish out. It's a very simple system. I know you wouldn't understand it being a woman. You you, you, you so. spilt it, you 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 deal with it. No, 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 no. It's just it's, it's my job at the end of the night after we've cooked. Yeah, yeah. He who tops it off drops it off. That's right. Which that is the means that is the rule. I take this out the off. bins. I don't. I don't. I don't know. It's one of those things. I I should take out the bins, not Jess. 
just one of those manly things you learn from being nice and chivalrous. I know that's a big word. That is a, that is a big word for eight o'clock yeah. on a Tuesday night. Hello, everyone out there in uh, YouTube podcast land. land. Yeah, it's great to have you here for another. We only do one take podcast. Oh, it's the I only mean... podcast that is a complete shit show. You've probably already done that. You're drinking Coronas. I am. I'm, I figure I can't, I'm not going to get the virus. So I might as well enjoy the beer. But it's going to be miserable for the next four days. It's going to be rain, rain, and I saw nine degrees coming I up. Bought, I bought the Coronas on the weekend. Mm-hmm. I was drinking them when we were having a chat. I was drinking them on the weekend because it was nice and sunny. That's right. I even washed the cars. Mm-hmm. That's why we're getting the rain. It's always the case, isn't it? That's it. But Kieran, I, I have this. <laughs> I have a story for you. Oh, very good. Have you ever? Uh, is is your mum ever have plans and that she thinks that they're amazing plans, but they're just regular plans? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I've got the you know my moccasins died last year. I've had it's like it's like anything. It's you like must your, have had um, those those moccasins for a good ten years. 10, 15, maybe 15. Like, they were a good... Dweezil ended up uh, giving them a good home. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. I was willing to part with them. They were smelly old, this and that. Probably needed a new pair. But I just couldn't be bothered getting a new pair. So I just got one of those some cheap pairs from Kmart. But I've always said, for next next year, I'll get a, a proper pair of the moccasins. You can't have... You, no, no. You can't have a cheap pair of moccasins. No, no, no. I just got, like, those bare feet ones. What the bare fuck feet. are bare feet ones? Oh, I was doing something. Ugg boots. Ugg boots, it's where is that? They're slippers. Oh, those ones. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, right. that's, a, right. that's comfort, right? That's all yeah. good. So I've got one of them. I've been going to the... I've been breaking curfew because fuck it, right? And I've been going <laughs> to the park. I've been going to the park with Dweezil, and then I meet up with my parents there. There I also meet up with my brother. And uh, his friend, that's not his girlfriend, but his friend that is a girl. Uh, I also meet up with my auntie and her uh, husband and even my little cousin sometimes. And we all go to the park. And we all this, is, this is the reason. It's people like you and your families that coronavirus is still spreading. Now, it's not necessarily you, <laughs> <laughs> but it's all these the meetups. You know how busy the park was on Saturday? It was packed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the unofficial <laughs> meeting ground. No yeah. one officially organizes to meet because no. we've got to be we've got to be separate. No, no, no. Do you but, organize with, with one person? Because you can do that. You can organize to meet with one person, but that hmm. person invites another person and meets with them. But suddenly you're all together. It's a very it's a complicated system. I know you won't get it. No, no, no. Um, I know. I know. Primary schools around the neighborhoods, three uh, thirty, four o'clock. They're all at the park. Yeah. 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 So anyway, I get there and mum, we're talking and mum's like, oh, Ruby ate your dad's slippers. I've also mm-hmm. got to tell you a story about my dad because he did something stupid as well. Anyway, so Ruby's, like, oh. Ruby's the dog. Ruby's the dog. Right. First of all, my mum goes, oh, I've got this, you know, I found this on place online that they sell moccasins. I bought some for you, for my, uh, for your dad and your brother. And they're great. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's fine, mum. That sounds great. So, do you want moccasins? Do you and Jess want moccasins? Oh, no, shit. This must be something that parents do because I've had this exact same phone call about two years ago. 
Ugg boots are on sale. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, want I, I, I Do you want them now? I'll buy them for you now. Like, mum, it's, uh, it's it's coming into spring. I'm not probably not going to wear slippers that often. Maybe just a pair of socks, if if that. Oh no. Okay. Anyway, that was two weeks ago. This week, when I met up with them, mum goes, "I've already ordered you and Jess moccasins. They're coming soon. I got them on the internet." I'm like, "Mum, okay, that's just." I love her to death, but she's really she's really having a good time with the buying of the stuff online. And she's about to go into school holidays. So as a teacher, she's um she's having a good time. She should already but, be in school holidays. Yeah, she just started it. She just started it there. But you know what? The funniest thing that's happened in quarantine, finally. Like, look, my hair's a big mop. Your hair. Could, look at it. Effie hasn't really touched it, you know. Um, but my dad sends me a photo. Mm-hmm. And he decides to cut his own hair. <laughs> and it's definitely not a good job. Okay. <laughs> but he's it, trying, he tried very hard. It can grow back. And it'll grow back. Look, it's probably going to grow back. It, he's not going to go into the office until next year. We all know that. Everyone's like that at the moment. But the fact that he tried so hard and got very far uh, makes it makes it great do you have Great. photos? I'll, I'll send you some afterwards. I wish I should have bought some up so I could show. But I don't want to show my dad on screen at all. But I'll send you a photo of my dad. All right, that sounds good. That yeah. sounds good. Um, no, very good. So you, you haven't got free UGG boots or moccasins. Well, they're coming. Why? 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 Why do you go moccasins? Why not UGG boots? Uh, I find the UGG boots that I don't know. I don't like them past my ankle. I get too hot otherwise. Hmm. You know, I'd rather the option. It's easy to put a pair of track pants on. Mm-hmm. And moccasins, I don't, I feel you can wear moccasins with short pajama bottoms on. <laughs> They're actually about to be like shorts. And then you can walk outside. <laughs> comfort. It's always about comfort for me. Never. It's never not about comfort. Oh, yeah. You've got to be comfortable. You've got to be comfortable. Moccasins. See, I grew up in Perth, right? And so 19 degrees was cold. And that's Celsius to our American listeners. And uh, moved to Melbourne. And it was the very first thing. We had to get moccasins. And I didn't even know what moccasins were. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've got nothing exciting about this. So <laughs> we can just continue on because Jess. Talking has about given... feet. <laughs> Jess, I oh, know. I know what your fetish, but that's a different story altogether. Well, actually, I've got a story about feet later on. So oh, we can okay. definitely talk about them. But I've got another rant. I've got a rant. Oh, very good. Okay. I think we talked about this as well. I feel like I'm doubling up, but the audience needs to hear it. Tissues that are, are too big. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, I get hay fever and it's starting to get the hay fever season. I understand that. I understand that. And tish, regular sized tissues, I've had regular sized tissues my whole life. And I thought it would be a good idea. And I blame myself for picking up the box. Mm-hmm. Of tissues that are like extra large. Mm-hmm. That's fine. And then I try them for extra large boogers. Yeah, yeah. For extra large noses, like my Jew nose that I've got here. Look at that bad boy. That's a that's a that's a peak. That's a that's a that's a good peaking, I don't know, beak. That's the word I'm looking for, not peak. <laughs> but nonetheless, these tissues are like like okay, that's the size of a regular tissue. Hang on, hang right? on. Yeah, yeah, Normal. yeah. And then what, an extra what, what you're saying is that the tissue is as tall as you. 
Yeah, give or take. You know, yeah. too big. I can't fit it in my pocket. <laughs> I need a big backpack. You could, it's a blanket. You could wrap yourself in it. Yes. Yes. It's, yes, it, yes. it's the equivalent of a weighted blanket. Okay. Yeah. Exactly right. Exactly hmm. right. And that's what. And I. It's you pull out the tissue. And how many times can you actually physically use a tissue? Like. You blow, how many times can you play your nose? Oh, no, you can what? fold it. You can fold yeah, it. Yeah, like, you know, so you go in the like, one, you it's, once. It's got to be in the fold one. It, and, may, and maybe another one. And maybe that's about it. Mm-hmm. Maybe two. But if two. you fold. Yeah. Two or three. Two or three. Okay. But even if the tissue's slightly bigger, if you fold it, then the snot just goes everywhere. And you fold it again. It's still the same amount of blows you get out of the same single tissue. But it's just bigger and more cumbersome, and then you get less in the box. Well, why did you buy extra large? I thought it would be a good idea because I thought maybe it's bigger, it'll catch more snot, but it catches the same amount. Church, you're younger than me. You've really got to consult me on these things. You know, I'm I'm here to guide you, grasshopper. Okay. You know, you make stupid what? things, stupid decisions like <laughs> buying extra large tissues when you really you look you're small. You're small, yeah, you're you right, don't need right. extra large. Stick to the extra large condoms. You're absolutely right. I'll st- mm-hmm. Small tissues, large condoms. Done. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Just make sure you tie it at the end. Right. Now, <laughs> that's not that's not how it works. <laughs> I'm just saying you, you've got a small When's penis. the last time you put on a condom? <laughs> I'm just saying it's so big for you that you've got to tie it up, you know? Otherwise, maybe that was for a bad... you, buddy, but not for me, not for the Italiano inside of me. <laughs> Get some of that sausage. What do they say? Extra large cars, extra small. Anyway. Um, fingers. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I feel, now, I'm, feeling out a... of, I'm feeling out of whack here. I missed the theme song. <laughs> you are, you are, I'm just bombarded you with so much stuff. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going until you stop me. Kieran, Jess was driving around. She gave me a rant to, tell, rant to you about because I knew you liked it. Crossing guards and school zones are still running. Despite the fact that no school or most mm-hmm. of the schools are closed. Mm-hmm. And and how are crossing guards still an essential service? Just like tram inspectors and ticket inspectors, how are these people still essential? I don't care that they've been booked in and this and that. They're not essential. Get them out of our stuff doing shit. So what you're saying is that because the streets are now clear, you want to speed on your way to the shops. Yes, 100%. The quicker I get to the shops, the quicker I can whip around, the quicker mm-hmm. I can get back, the less coronavirus I'm going to get. See, I'm at the other end. I'm more excited. I have high speed everywhere, and I have no coronavirus. It proves the faster you go, the less virus you get. See, I, I'm at the other end. I want to go really slow. Um, and hear me out because when I leave the house, this is why you're always late, yeah, because because we can't go anywhere, so it's like, oh, this is a bit more of an adventure, you know. I don't want to be around all those people coughing and slurping. Oh, and doing all those I can only things. I can only travel forty kilometers. Oh no, um, Turch schools I, are, are okay. still. I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna rant about this then. Speed limits are too fucking slow. Okay, speed limits are based, initially, speed limits were based 
of mm-hmm. how fast a car could go from 100 kilometers an hour and how fast the brakes, how quick the brakes would take. If you slammed on the brakes, the distance that it would take to actually physically stop. And that's why we limit our car's speed to 100 kilometers an hour on the, on the, on the freeway. And that's based on cars from the 19 fucking 40s or 1950s. Do you know how much faster and more adept cars are at braking with on a, on a fucking dime? Have you ever seen that Top Gear episode where they test the, the brake <laughs> limit speed? Yeah, you've seen it. And that's what's annoying to you now because you know it's true, which means what's, speed limits should be two to three fucking times faster than they actually are. What's the slowest car? What's the worst car that is on our roads at the moment? Obviously not a 1940s car. It's, it's not going to be a 1940s, like, a Henry Ford crank Nin- wheel car. What, what, are, what are we going to say, 1970s, 1980s? But even that, it's for 30 to 40, uh, 30 years of car innovation in that time. I'm sure so, we could break quicker. So it should be, so it should just be up to the worst car that we have on the road. No, no, we should force people to buy fresher <laughs> cars and update them accordingly. Or the government, the government could just give us cars because that's how government works. I feel like we'll talk about that later. <laughs> no one's using my car at the moment. Everyone can fucking whip it around. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Speed limit should be, I don't know, in school, school zones, it should be like school, 80. School zones, uh, schools are still, even though everyone's from home, they're still operating. You know why the school zones are still 40? Why? Because kids, kids are getting fatter. That's yeah. why. Remember when we were kids, we were thin, able-bodied because we didn't play video games all day. We were outside doing stuff. We and we driving. could run. Look, and we could run because we could outrun a car coming at 60Ks or 70Ks when getting our ball across the road. Nowadays, kids are too fucking fat. That's why we have to slow down. That's the real reason. This is a conspiracy. This is the fat people uniting to, to, get, to get us to slow down. You know, and yes, your my, my partner's coming from. 1999. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. BMW. Hang on a second. You're from Italy now. If I'm not correct, uh, so if I'm there correct, there are no road rules in Italy. In Italy, everyone <laughs> drives slowly, and then you you know you you can't all go on the road around this corner because it's a one way. So you get out, you chat, yeah, pull out your coffee machines, you make a latte, you get the deck chair out, you chat, you have a cigarette, and, and then that's you continue why there are economies in the hole. That's why there's no economy. That's why I moved to Australia. So you <laughs> you you should be Look, in like, favour of slow speed limits. Germans. Have you? I've been on the autobahn, mate, and it's a fucking. It is a work of fucking art. Like Turch, I've been to the Northern Territory, and they have open yeah. speed limits. See, perfect. That's what I'm talking about. Because our cars. Have you ever gone past 150 in your car? No, I don't even know no. sure if it goes to 150. <laughs> got a Lancer, you should be right. <laughs> Spinning around. How much quicker could you get to work if you could do an extra 60Ks an hour? Oh, but I wouldn't want to because I generally listen to like an audio book and I want to listen oh, to it. But you can still <laughs> listen to an audio book. The faster I go, the, the less I listen to. But you get there quicker. I don't care and about getting better. Then you Church. get home quicker. I'm a government the employee. Less, I don't... The less- <laughs> The less time you're in commuting mode, the more time you have for your own personal things. I'm not going anywhere. Well, now you're not. <laughs> I've got nowhere to be. If this doesn't, well, if, what if you're going to have to drive here to do the podcast? 
Nah, I'm going to make you, you come. Do you want to do it at like a, nah, 115, 130 kilometers an hour? Nah, nah. I listen. Like I said, this is a good, good podcast. Yeah, this is good why YouTube. when we go go karting, when we go go karting, you always lose. Oh, just drift around the, let's slowly go around the corners here. Hey, drifting's like, fun. Just, it is fun, but you're going to go faster drift because otherwise you just stop. <laughs> do you know? Do you know? Last time I was actually going to beat. Because last time we went go-karting, we went twice. We had two two goes at it, right? We did. And the first first time, it was just like eight of us on the track, and it was brilliant. And um, I had that was figured the day out... was 50 degrees outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had figured out, I had figured out exactly how I was going to drive. Because like, I was like, all right, I, I, know, I know this go-kart. I know what we're doing. This is going to be great. Yeah. And, and the second time when we get out there... Uh, you know, I'm going to absolutely get a PB because I was getting faster and faster and every single lap. And then in the second race, the second race we had, there's something like 25 people out there. Yeah. And it really shitted me because there was one person that w- was like blocking me the entire way. He just wouldn't <laughs> let me get past him. Well, I should have gone faster. Was, What's the was, difference to you? You go I'm, slow anyway. <laughs> Yeah, go karts is different. Oh, go karts are different. Why? Hey, Turch, I'm a responsible. You know what? Your license should be taken away. You you <laughs> wanna you wanna drive and kill people. No, I want I want to get off the you... road as fast as I can. The faster you... I get off the road, the less chance I have an accident. That's that's science. You can't deny that. No, no, you're. I've got this. You want the mass murdering. The mass murdering of of people with your driving. Okay, well, let's talk about this. <laughs> let's talk about this. So, Kieran has a crush on the potential Lord Mayor of of Melbourne. <laughs> let's start with that. I'm going to start no, going off the no. premise, and we can go from there. So, how about you talk about it? I've been yelling for 25 minutes. All right. Ever since I started paying tax, fuck me, I have become conservative. Yeah. Right? Normal, normal. (laughs) (laughs) It only took till last year. And um, so that just shows you how long I've been dodging paying tax. And now, then I think one day I woke up and said to church, I'm like, do you know how much we're taxed? This is bloody unbelievable. And so it turned quite quickly conservative and then have quickly upgraded my view on the world and history of the of the world and everything that's going on and the socialist parties or just socialism in general fascinates me just absolutely absolutely fascinates me i just go how the hell could you could you be a socialist i just don't get it yeah i just don't you know ideas sound great but then you think about practicalities no they just don't work Mm-hmm. Uh, capitalist, entrepreneur, right? Freedom, you know, all of that loving stuff. Anyway, along comes the Victorian socialists, I think maybe two years ago at the last election, which I had this really, really witty line because they went to hand me a flyer when I went in to vote and I was like, worked in Venezuela. And the liberal guy just laughed, you know, handing out the, it was, it was quite funny. You should have been there. Anyway, I've tried to get a few socialists on this podcast I'm to talk about socialism. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? 
Um, oh, yeah, because you can't hear what's in the microphone. I'm just saying I'm very proud of you. Oh, thanks. Anyway, so I've been trying to, I've been trying, I've, I've tried, I've contacted like seven um, socialists. None why of them want to come. Why is it easier to get a furry, a flat earth guy, and a guy that wears diapers on the show? Why is it easier to get someone like that on the show than a socialist? I, I don't know. I don't that, know. That baffles me. Baffled. Um, anyway, we did a bit of a review of the Red Flag podcast, which may... We should, we should, we should do episode two of that. We should. Because um, I think I think there might be... I think we might be on the socialist blacklist, the black book. <laughs> I think we're on porn star's blacklist as well. Actually, I have an idea as well. I'll talk of Continue. So I think, I think we're on their black book. But I would love to love to get a. If you're a socialist, come on the podcast. We'd love to talk to you. Yeah, we we don't bite. No, we've had a flat earther on the podcast. We've it was a, good. I'll take pers- him back on the show anytime. I know it was good. Anyway, I see this post, and it just it just fucking infuriates me because I see University of Melbourne's vice chancellor calls for mass killing of the elderly. So he can get university profits roaring again. Perfect. Uh, and I'm going. I'm sitting there going, "There's no fucking way. There's no fucking way a, a university vice chancellor is going to be calling for mass killings." Not only that, universities don't make profit, do they? Because it's a government, federal government organization. A well, no, they do. They, they they do run a profit. University, yeah, but, the, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like University of Melbourne had a one billion dollar profit, um, which once again it sounds huge, but their operating expenses are, are, are just fucking massive. Yeah, well, still billion dollars, billion dollars. Oh yeah, but when you're running, I don't know, so many research institutes and and professors, professors are expensive. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, get the title. As you lot be fifty to sixty percent cheaper. Fuck no. <laughs> There is no incentive for me to do my job if that's the case. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> for the love of it, that's why you do your job. Oh, look, you know, you've got, a, you've got a dream for that 200k. Who needs, who needs food when, when you get to look at autistic people every day and, and make them fill out surveys? So anyway, so the <laughs> University of Melbourne Vice-Chancellor calls for mass killings of the elderly. And I just went, this is wrong. So I read the article. And that's not nothing what the article said. No. And universities have, and I'm, I'm a little bit worried. I'm a little bit worried because I'm like, I just don't, I don't want Australia to go down what's happening in America. No. With, you know, having speakers coming and people protesting and, and, and throwing violence. and It's and... already, I mean, it's already kind of happening. Uh, it's nowhere near as extreme as what's happening in America. Oh, what's his name? Um, the Milo Yiannopoulos guy. Mm. He, was, uh, he was meant to do a, a lecture at a university, I think. Oh, maybe, but he still he still went around and spoke, and there weren't massive riots. Yeah, it was pretty funny. There weren't massive riots, but um, so I just went. That's that's just blame. I read the article. That's not what he's called for. And if you if you read the article, he says something along the lines of um, basically there needs to be a discussion. Here's some starting topics. So here's some here's some points yeah. for you to you to suggest and. Once again, I read this and I and I saw Kath Larkin's post because she's running for Lord Mayor. So I think anyone running for public, anyone who has a public position, is open to scrutiny. Of um, whether you're a religious figure, which I've scrutinised plenty of them in the past, or you know you're running for Lord Mayor. 
So I made a compromise. Or you run, or you're on a podcast. Or you run a podcast. And, and you happen to be a porn star and you do a shit podcast. And I can scrutinize you and should be able to punch up because apparently your show's only four times bigger than mine, which is not very big. No. <laughs> ah! Anyway, so I said, Kath, there's nothing in that article that suggests for mass killings of the elderly. I would hope for a higher standard for someone running for Lord Mayor. Anyway, I texted you. I said, I need some backup here. I need some yeah. uh, I need someone else to chip in because this is this looks like this could be a bit of fun. I feel like we're trolling. I feel like we're trolling. Hey, well, it's only trolling if uh excuse me. It's only trolling if she responds. But she hasn't. She hasn't responded. Now, I have a feeling that she's illiterate. Now I have no evidence to do that, apart from the fact she read that article and thought that guy wanted to mass kill old people. Well, they, this is what they do. This is I've been looking at. The, I've been looking at the bloody socialist posts. They seem to take the worst intent of anything, mm. and then they just spin. And once again, I don't get this. People before profits. Yeah, I really want someone to explain this because I'm like, how the hell do you run anything if you don't have profits? Um, I, I thought it, it. You know that I understand what they're trying to do. It's like a utopian type of world, right? I do my job. Because I love it, not for the the, the 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 financial benefit that I gain from it. You know that's why in their socialistic uh, haven, you become a doctor not because of the money or the respect. You do it because you want to help people, mm-hmm. and you become a garbage man because you love the job and you want to you want to do that as as a career and this and that, and that's fine. But the thing is, people, most people, m- more than 50%, are motivated to become better than not only what they think they can be, but be better off than what their parents are. That's what, that's what the aim is anyway, to be better. And the only way you can do better is that if you reach for those uh, jobs, aim for higher education, this and that. But all those things take time and effort and the time and effort that you put into something, you should hope to get a higher reward for. That risk-reward type of thing, that mm. entrepreneurial spirit that you always talk about, right? And it's like it's like I said to some other people, and, and what you've done, I, I made the decision to study for basically a decade of my life. Uh-huh. I could have left. I could have left yeah. um, three years in and got a job, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to. Yeah, exactly. And right. I made I made the sacrifice of not actually being paid a full time salary, and then not being in a position where I could potentially have bought a house maybe a couple of years ago, and that's de- that's delayed for me. But I'm actually absolutely okay with that because of the the decisions that you made. And, that's, and for hmm. me, I, after three years, got a job, graduate program, moving forward, moving forward keep moving jobs into higher positions, more responsibility. But the more responsibility. The longer hours I work, it's not a nine-to-five job anymore. It's actually a lot bigger than that. And you end up making more money. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I've put in 10 years since leaving high school, to, to even before, even during high school, to get into the university. And when you left high school, I'm sure you wouldn't have been able to make the decisions that you can make at work right now. Oh, absolutely not. No. Because mm. there's 10 years of experience, whether it's in finance or now I'm doing procurement. Or 
payroll or you know all the all the jobs that I've done in my my past to to lead me into this sort of you know project management world that I, I work in right but I don't think they understand that that's the important aspect of their of their of their thinking a person is not going to do something unless they love it and a lot of these people that are socialistic in nature have uh want to focus on uh, less business orientated less i guess um I, most engineers and accountants and science people are not socialists mm-hmm. i guess a more artistic crowd would say yes this is a great thing to do because then they can get paid lots what they think is a lot of money or a lot of out, the output of their artwork potentially or music uh because it's like benefiting society in one way or another but they don't understand like only the, the best people have successful careers in that oh which takes which which which, which once again takes time and effort it's very it's see this is one this is what i don't get and and maybe it's because i'm sort of juiced into the market there's people that i know in the startup world that might have taken it might have taken them 6 or 8 years of trial and error trial yeah. and error i'm trying this this isn't working i'm trying this they've bled money they've lived they've lived basically in that poverty line while well, they keep trying and trying and trying and trying and then all of a sudden that might be year year six, it might be year ten, it might be year twelve, and then bam, they've figured it out, and then they've made millions. Mm. And it's sort of like, and I think that's really great. But people just sort of see the the oh, they've just made millions. Yeah, they, they must don't be see the work. they must be crooks. And it's like you just don't know how long that person's been working at it for, and failing and failing and failing. So going back to the socialism aspect of this, I think again, it's like what do they think they're going to be after this social socialist let's just say the socialist revolution happens right mm. with your skill set you know let's just say someone's a journalist right or studied arts what job would they fit into in a social a socialist a socialistic society i don't know you know you would con- you would be able to continue to do your job in a social socialistic society Oh, but you look at the socialistic societies. No, researchers don't have freedom of speech in yeah. socialistic societies. And <laughs> which what is, I do, which is one of the biggest, which is one of the biggest things. Which is, I'm allowed to say potentially. Con- this is why tenure in America was brought in. Tenure in yeah. Australia is different. This is why tenure was brought in to protect um, to protect academics over there to make claims that are potentially controversial. And that they can their freedom of speech is upheld, and then don't have the they don't have the risk of losing their job. Yeah, but that's an important type of thing to to, to have. Mm. But I I don't understand. I, my my biggest thing with socialism. I just don't know how you, don't know how you get innovation in so, in socialism. Well, that's the whole point. Like you, it, it's like it's, it's all, you know what almost socialistic society would be in a perfect world of socialistic societies. Hmm. And I don't even know if this is a good example, but it's the only example I could think of where it almost could be perfect is the Amish community. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think they really have 
much connection to the outer American population. I might be wrong. But they trade within themselves. They grow their own food. They're completely off the grid when it comes to electricity. And they do everything themselves. And they don't, you know, and there might be some selling and bartering and all that sort of stuff. But the jobs that they do, they do because they love it. And that's fine if you want to be an, uh, be an uh, what is it, Amish, Amish? Amish, Amish, yeah. But in the same sense, like, they've chosen that, but they're so exclusionary. Mm. You know, they're not going to allow someone to come in there and go, oh, but I might use a little bit of electricity. But then no one can go in there and just be like, I'm just a painter. I All I do is paint art. Because they're going to go, no, get in the fucking fields and help us plow the fields. Hmm. Because they're farmers at the end of the day. They're self-sufficient farmers. Oh, which is fine. Which is Which is them. But if you want to live in the bloody real world... It's capitalism is the game. Well, it's 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 the logical conclusion of economic uh, the the exchangement of exchangement the exchange of goods and services. Well, no, what it what it comes down to is providing value. Yeah. If you provide value, you are rewarded. Yeah, exactly right. And some people across the board are worth more than other people yeah so you're right so you're right we should be killing all the 90 year olds (laughs) because that's the only way we're going to get the universities to be profitable again kieran i completely agree with you you've changed my mind (laughs) the same thing (laughs) universities run medical programs right and medical programs lose money yeah of course they, they, there is nothing in a medical program. Med- Universities Medicare, realize Medicare is the biggest hole on the government books that, that right. could be. Right, but even even a university's um, uh, and I'm sure socialists are for they want more mental health, right? More mental more mental health programs. Yeah, but a post postgraduate psychology degree costs universities money. There is nothing in there where they make profits. I don't even know what post post grad degree would actually give the would benefit the university. Maybe biology or chemistry. Like maybe. Like they, so there are sections. There are sections that are very very profitable for the universities, but there are also sections of it where they where they just they, they they don't make profits. And universities are there to 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 you know. I look at this vice chancellor in his comments, and I thought, good, start the discussion because we should be having we should be having discussions about. Because I look at this, and I go, all right, the socialists just want everyone to still stay locked in so we don't spread this virus. I'm sure nine months in, there are that we've got to a understand the problem, and then b there's probably multiple solutions. Yeah, is it is it the fact that you put your hand up and you go, I feel like I'm vulnerable, and then as a society, we help those that say I'm vulnerable. And everyone else can continue on with their life if they don't don't want to be vulnerable, if they don't think they're vulnerable. Uh, is it that we do something else for all the elderly in the nursing homes mm. so the rest of us can get on with our lives? There's got to be multiple, multiple um, solutions to this. Look, I, I read that article and understood it as like, look, at the end of the day, he was almost saying, "Let's. what is the value? You know, it wasn't valuing. It was going... In a model, mm. what is the um, flow-on effect impact 
of certain decision making and using an economic tool to help dis- that discussion, right? And that was just a basis. And then he was like, that's just a tool to say what would be best practice in a perfect world. And then there's the moral and ethical aspects to it. And of course, me being a non-ethical person whatsoever, or moral person whatsoever, I'm just like, no, uh, the best situ- uh, solution is the best solution. Don't care how many people die because that's it. No, of course not, right? Yeah, but yeah. in the same sense, in the same sense, I think the nuance in that is not something that they understood, right? But in the same, but going on from that, I remember that you showed me a, a post or Jess showed me a post of theirs. And they were talking about taking houses owned by people that were comp- currently vacant hmm. and allowing uh, homeless people to occupy those homes uh, until some time. Until there and was I'm no, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm no... like, that's, that's like, what, what would be the purpose of saving and investing? What the, the risk that you have taken on to use that as an investment, whether you're offsetting or doing whatever, you've taken that on as a person, and now you've you're not you're like you don't get any actual benefit from taking on that risk. You know, not that you should. You know, every risk is going to pan out. I mean, you can risk it all in the stock market. Oh, but and, like, and, and, and but like I I understand. So I understand this point once again. To be homeless, it must be terrible. Mm-hmm. Right. It it must absolutely it must be terrible. And how do we support someone who's who's homeless? And what role like it's what role does the government have in that? Are there private private versus um see if you if you had an investment property and you and the government said, you know what, hey, would you would you allow we we know there's a number of homeless people. We're willing to support them. You've got an investment property. We're willing to subsidise this program, right? Maybe that's a way forward. But, and the okay. the the and the, the, and, the inv- and the investor then makes that decision. Yeah, but the risk would be of ha- is having a homeless person in your investment. Right? Would but I that's... have them? I would probably not have them if I had the choice. Right, but this is this is the thing. You're not being told that you've got to do that. And when you, I mean, when you look at the homeless things, you've got you've got to differentiate between whether it's like someone actually on the street versus there's there's like um, what would be considered homeless, like mum with two kids mm-hmm. um, who's like couch surfing. You've got someone who's couch surfing. So there's 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 people who live in their cars but still work. Um, and I, like I always look at the I always look at these situations and go. How can we, and this is part of my research as well, how do we not, how do we stop a revolving door of, of homelessness? How do we make that sure that person can go on and get employment and stay in employment? Because I would rather that person get into a house and be able to keep the house rather than being kicked out of the house. It's a very fine line, Kieran, of, and I know that people say it doesn't work, but it's a very fine line because people, some people are just not willing to actually work. And if you offer them a job, hmm. if it's like at McDonald's and it's minimum wage, they they won't go to work. Oh, there's some, there's absolutely, there's no doubt. There's some people that do that, but there's also people that, that will work. Oh, yeah. 
And to me, it's 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 if the if the person is willing to work, and how can we support them? And, and I mean, I'm part of a research program that's looking at refugees that come to Australia, and they're paired up with um, an elderly person who lives in the community, and they're also paired up with a family in the community. And the project is five years. Mm-hmm. The elderly person and the and the um, uh, and the general family have to commit to supporting this refugee family for five years. And the support isn't financial. The support is how do I get a bus ticket? Yeah. And then, you know, a year later it might be how do I do a... um, uh, You're absolutely uh, right, Alice. We don't care about this. This is super, super boring. Um, This is far (laughs) too serious. Jason's here from uh, Mixed Media Forest. We're going to have him on on next on this oh, Saturday. Yes. So absolutely stick around for him. He's going to be fantastic. So instead, we're going to talk about some crazy news that I found during the week. Uh, Kieran, I yes. know you have a foot fetish, so let's talk about that. <laughs> um, apparently, car... Ka- I, uh, I fucking hate feet. <laughs> apparently, Kim Kardashian has been getting all these messages because about her feet because... Mm. There's this rumor going around mm-hmm. that she only mm-hmm. uh, that she has six toes. Wouldn't we know this from like photos? Wouldn't she wear like sandals? Well, that's the thing. So she <laughs> to did she get a stop, toe implant? So to stop the people <laughs> from saying that she has six toes, she posted a photo of her feet in sandals to say, I don't know why people want to see this, but I don't have six toes on my feet. Here is a picture of my feet. But people are still thinking that she's been it's photoshopped and it's still she has six toes and she's keeping it a secret. Or you could photoshop and put six toes on it. it look, just like the flat earth, unless I get someone on here who's a foot fetishist. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. (sighs) I will never understand how people can get foot jobs. (laughs) Foot model. Do you know my podiatrist, podiatrist? Is that the foot one? Said that I could be a foot model. No, 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 they didn't. (laughs) Oh, they did. (laughs) Yeah. What is it? Like, is it the one on the cigarette packs? (laughs) Remember that one? It's like this gangrenous foot. Apparently, I've got a good arc. Oh, arch? 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 Arc? I don't know. I was 12. (laughs) When do we get the six-toe Snapchat? That's that's what I want, too. I want that, too. That's finally I can get my my freaky foot fetish on uh, all the time. But that's... that's, That was a little bit of news. It's just interesting. Did you see the video of Kanye West pissing on his grabby? No. It was great. You should have... I should, should t- totally watch that. Oh, he hates he hates he hates Universal Music or One Music Group because they're screwing him on his contract, and mm. he also is trying to get t- um, Taylor Swift's music credit writing something or other because what's his name Lloyd Braun owns them now, so every time that she plays her own song, she has to pay a royalty to him. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's, it's, it's... <laughs> okay. Funnily enough. As, I think Paul McCartney has to do that too. One of the songs he plays hmm. is owned by someone else, just the way that publishing sort of works. So he plays this, <laughs> this song. is this is great. There's this guy who owns this, but they own that. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So basically, I'm trying to explain it, but my brain is not working too good today. 
he, no amount of alcohol. He can play a song, and then he 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 has to pay the publisher to play the song. But he's under the contract of the publisher, so he the, he pays the publisher, and the publisher pays him a part of the total amount. That's. Do you know what he needs a CEO like the one from We Only Do One Take podcast would yeah. never allow that to happen. Yeah, he, he would never allow him to make money. You're absolutely right. What can <laughs> I say? You only got some news. I do. Have you ever seen uh, a tiger before? I have seen a tiger at the zoo. Okay. Tennessee tiger sighting was a case of mistaken identity, wildlife officials say. <laughs> uh, in Knoxville, officials say a tiger sighting in Knoxville was a likely case of mistaken identity. Do you yes, want to have a we guess? Are talking about, we are talking about that on the show. Jesus, titty tap dancing tortoises. <laughs> Do you want to have a guess at what it is? What? Oh, sorry, what? I wasn't listening to you. I was reading Jason's comment. <laughs> <laughs> As dogs, I was a doubter until I met someone good at it. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, man? I'm, I'm talking, about, talking about tigers here. A okay. spokesperson for the East Tennessee region said that they received a call a couple of days ago in the King Sports area saying they saw a tiger. An officer responded and the cat, which was still on site, was actually a bobcat. Oh, classic mistake. Classic mistake. I've done it before. I've done it before. <laughs> Go to the zoo. Go. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it's a bobcat. There. It's a tiger. It's a tiger. Uh, that would be the elephants. That would be <laughs> the elephants. Um, yeah, look, you know, some people are just. Uh... Do you know when I was in the fire brigade, we had someone call up Triple uh, Zero and reported a fire, and we investigated right. can it. We, can we roll back? You weren't in the fire brigade. <laughs> I was in the fire brigade. I was no, a volunteer. You, you were not a firefighter. You were a volunteer firefighter. That's two completely different. Oh, things. whatever. Get, get your hand off it, Daryl. <laughs> when I was fine, fine. I will be technical here. When I was a volunteer firefighter, thank you. Who belonged to the St Andrews Fire Brigade? What a what a man! What a man! <laughs> he even did. You should see his. He actually did. I don't, I don't know if anyone would even want to tell anybody this, but he actually once. Um, got there was a, a fire truck that got bombed, and <laughs> yeah. he called it in. <laughs> Have I told you this on the podcast? You said that on the podcast three times, three separate times. Yes, you have, you have, oh, and it may- never gets old. It maybe never the gets listeners, old. maybe the listeners want to hear it. <laughs> oh, go back and find it on another episode. Listen to our episodes again. No, you did a sexy uh, fireman's photo shoot. I remember that. Oh, there we go. Anyway, you I'm telling a story here. Can yeah. you not get bogged down in details? A person called in triple zero, the equivalent of nine one one, a fire, and we attended. And it turned out it turned out to be fairy lights in the distance. That's pretty good. You got to do something mm. with your time. Mm. At least it's better than finding out the. the... At least you're not an arsonist. And all no. the things. That could be because I know a lot of fire, like people join the try to join the fire brigade because they are arsonists. Oh, maybe, maybe I don't know. I think when there's 50,000 volunteers, one of them has to be an arsonist. Well, you gotta do something with your time. Eh, What else are you gonna do? I was, do you know what? I was known 
everyone wanted me on the the the, the truck, right? Because if <laughs> we would go Kramer at the back doing the directions, because <laughs> if we went onto the truck, no, because I was one of the very few people that was trained in breathing apparatus, which oh. worked out really well. Um, because the time I needed to put it on and being trained, I got to breathe nice fresh air rather than all that pollution. But also, but also, I would always call in for the food. You know, we'd been at a job, we'd be tired, we would need you catering. You missed your calling in life. And, and that you might... Have been, you should have been one Italian and two uh-huh. an events manager. <laughs> and Well, it was very easy because... Because we had an auxiliary, you'd call them up and be like, oh, look, we've been at this job. It's been very tiring. Oh, that's, not, that's not organising anything. That's we're just gonna calling need, a, we're gonna that's need, the auxiliary. You well, didn't people, go, okay, we've got 400 people here. We're going to need so many things. It's just like, ah, hey, we're at a job. Send food. <laughs> you know, like, well, people didn't want to do it. But I knew that not only did we have the pub supporting us, if need be, we also had, uh, um, what's one of the bakeries? coffee yeah. shop oh i would call it in all the time is this is this um bribery or is this like legal or oh, no, absolutely they paid for their services absolutely legal and then i went on to do peer support still do and we've got an unlimited checkbook so all of mine are over over lunch lunch provided by the cfa well you know i'm glad that the, our taxpayer money is going somewhere important and uh you know <laughs> that, that's why the pounds have been packing on in your end during lockdown i can tell hey uh, hey I, i've been exercising yeah. i'm very proud of you okay Thanks. how's this one a new jersey homeowner nearly loses her house because she owed six cents in back taxes they'll get you they'll um, get you a 90-year-old woman who suffered from Alzheimer's was, clo- was close to losing her home after uh, the nickel and penny she owed in the 2019 uh, in taxes owed in 2019 accrued to more than $300 in, uh, in, uh, in interest. Fuck, six cents turned into $300. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she did her taxes last, last year. Yeah. She only owed six cents in back taxes. And... You know, six cents. Great. Wait, six um, cents over a year turned into three hundred dollars. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. So here we go. I'll, I'll continue on. The ninety one lots of gratitude. Uh, Lisa took to TikTok to tell that her mother was close to being kicked out of her home after the six cents she owed accrued to three hundred dollars in instance. Uh, in interest, sorry, the town put the home up for sale the same day that she found out about the, the debt. And, uh, yeah, uh, she has Alzheimer's. Apparently the tax collector called her because when I talked to him, he said he realised that there was something wrong that she didn't understand. Naturally, it's embarrassing that the town would uh, put someone's home up for sale over six cents. So this is not even fed like federal. This is like the state. It's, it's $300. That's like nothing. I don't get it, but like you imagine, like you don't pay, you don't pay six cents. Like, I rang up the bloody, I rang up the government last year and realized I didn't pay like forty dollars. Yeah, right. Rang them up and they said, "Oh, look, it's not even worth our time investigating." It's, it wouldn't even be worth <laughs> six cents. Is not even a rounding. Like you know, you don't even count the cents. You'd stop at like the thousands of dollars. Mm. Like you're dealing with a billion, a billion dollars. If you're 
You know, no, you know what? This is like. First this is your people, order. church. Church. This is your people. This is I'm accounting. Out of the, I'm out of the. This is your people. Game. I'm out of the accounting game, buddy. I've been out of accounting for like a month now. Thank fuck. But oh, a month. No, no, it's no. your people. This is. This is no. Okay, there are a, a couple <laughs> of streams of accounting. There's accountants like me who are. Can we not get bored down? Look. Look, we're all we're at an hour. Uh, we we haven't got through our stories because we went on a sort of tangent about socialism, then, and now then, we're getting through our stories. And now you're going to bore the people with tax. No, this is going to be Alice Tune Out. This is going to be twenty more minutes. I'm going to make the joke. Okay, now, he's going to talk about tax for uh, twenty minutes, and, and, and then and then and then there are tax people, and then the auditors are the worst. And the first year auditors that you come in. They're the people like, oh, I found a discrepancy of ten dollars and fifty-two cents, and everyone else just goes, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. It's like, oh, it's obviously fraud, <laughs> and that's why they'll never succeed because they don't understand that nobody cares. You got to work on that joke. Yeah, well, you know, you sort of ruined me halfway through. I had it better written in my head. I did. I did. I thought you were going to talk, but honestly, I thought you were, you love tax. I thought you were going to talk about tax. Oh, look. Hey, everybody. It's just me. Uh, where, where did you go, Church? Oh, anyway. Man shoots doctor after ejaculating during prostate exam. A 56-year-old man from Florida shot his doctor twice on the chest, close range for giving him an orgasm during a prostate exam. Milo Johnson fled the state of Florida on the day of the incident, which took place uh, on August 22nd. Luckily, the doctor he shot survived the gunshot wounds and he had now fully recovered. Milo, who was a car salesman, had disappeared without trace. He's now a fugitive and some people think he probably has left the United States. The doctor, the doctor he shot says he'd been doing a prostate ex exam for over 30 years and men come all the time during the prostate and it has nothing to do with sexuality. The pro my, 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 my favourite part about this story, I did read this story, right? <laughs> my favourite part about this is like the guy comes right? yeah. and like I need, like this is ridiculous. So he's not even wearing pants. <laughs> And finds his gun. Instead of putting on his pants, he's obviously gone, I need to shoot this guy as fast as possible, right? Could have been wearing I'm a holster. Aren't holsters on your pants buckle? Oh, your, don't, your, your belt? Don't, don't the cops have the one in the, you know... <laughs> so he's got, he's got a jacket on with a holster up here and he's just gone, oh, and came all over the place. Without a gun, gone bang. Yeah, pantsless. He's Donald. He killed him Donald Duck style without pants, and then he's waddled over because he's probably got semen all over the floor or something like that. And his ass is probably lubed up as well. And then he's had to wipe off, <laughs> put his pants back on, and go and and he could have used then, the extra large tissues. He could have used some extra large tissues. Finally, a use. Maybe I'll put them in the bathroom or the or the or the <laughs> bedroom, right? Some gay magic. That is some gay magic. I'll tell you that much. Uh, I, I, yeah. Uh, how old do you have to be to get a prostate exam? When do when do men have to start getting? Prostate I don't know. Exams? Hopefully, I think we've still got another fifteen years. 
when okay that's good who well, it'll be less for you it'll be less shit. for you <laughs> uh, i'm the... only gonna trust one nurse to do my prostate exam <laughs> Ah, <sighs> uh, yep. I, uh, I, I, I feel sorry for that guy because now he, he wanted to sue him, and then he shot him, and now he's on the run. Look, apparently, according to a very reputable source, mm-hmm. uh, at forty, forty, another ten years for you, buddy. Those with more than one first-degree relative who had prostate cancer, forty-five. Oh, okay. For men who are at high risk, so African Americans and men with a first degree relative, and age fifty for average risk. Average risk. All right, fifty years old. And then how many? Is it like breast exams? You have to do it to yourself every. every check yourself for lumps. <laughs> oh, that's what I want. Is that a thing you do? What's going on with my camera here? There we go. There we go. This is a real shit show, people. We yeah, should. This is, the worst episode ever. this is this is the point where we should get our nurse online so we can ask these questions. That's true. Maybe we'll do an episode of ask our ask our nurse. <laughs> <laughs> so if you've got any medical questions, send in your pictures and your and your um. We'll, we'll just ask the nurse. That's right. Is that, uh, is that actual? Is that like Dr. Fraser Crane type advice? Like, is that <laughs> advice you can actually legally go off, or is this more just for entertainment purposes? Entertainment purposes only. Yeah, good. Uh, a nurse has said yes. That's really good to see. Thank you. <laughs> no rashes. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? I want this to be like our equivalent uh, season. Of uh, like an equivalent couple of episodes of uh, embarrassing bodies. <laughs> That's what I want. Anyway, so this is my idea. Mm-hmm. October is coming up, mm-hmm. and to help everybody, because November is no fat November. You know that. I know that. Every man knows that, right? We're all good. But leading up to November, what we should do is we should have a wanktober. Wanktober, okay. Wanktober. And I think we should get certain special guests on the show, recurring guests or uh, potentially new guests, depending on what they want to do, and just like me and my cousin did on the show and reviewed a Porn Stars podcast. Each week, we should review a Porn Stars podcast. For the month of October. For every 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 once a week for the month of October, it's like four shows, five shows with just like you know doing a bit of our regular stuff, and then we review a podcast by a porn star. What do you think about that? This sounds excellent. So I already have a few that I found. <laughs> I'll send you some. You can choose. Like you're going to have to listen to all of them, get clips and stuff like that. It's going to be fine. Well, this but- is why this is why we need these speed limits so I can drive and listen to them. That's true. That's true. Well, you're, you don't have to drive anywhere. You can just listen to them at home. I've got to be doing something, you know? Yeah. Have a wank. Get, get Wank and listen. Get get your stamina up. The less, the, like, you know, if you the more you ejaculate, the healthier your prostate will be. Oh, I might have to come over and get those large tissues. Well, I'll, I'll mail them to you. <laughs> I'll mail them to you. One at a time. <laughs> Yeah, you know, every time you're finished, give me a call. 
And that way I'll know to replenish your stock. All right, very good. Yeah, very good. And with that, people, I think we're going to wrap it up. Uh, for all your wanking needs, make sure you follow us on iTunes, Spotify, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And if you'd like to send us some hate... Oh, and SoundCloud as well. And if you'd like to send us some hate mail, a death threat, or a rant, or if you'd ever like to come on the show for ranting purposes, uh, record it on your phone or just email us at we only do one take podcast at gmail.com. Uh, a wank a day for a healthy prostate. That's 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 our new slogan. Woohoo! Through the month of wank of wanktober, <laughs> I think that's a perfect. Jason, a perfect we're looking rant. we're looking forward to having you on the podcast. Absolutely, on Saturday. Saturday, on Saturday. four o'clock, four o'clock on a Saturday for us. We're going to be drinking heavily. I think we're going to. I don't know. That's late at night for you. Maybe we can make it a drinking show. I don't know how we're going to do that, mm. but I'll work it out. Yeah, that'd be good for us. That would we can be start early, and yeah. even later. Uh, for all your uh, for all your wanky needs, stay tuned for uh, Wanktober. But obviously, uh, email us at we, uh, at we only do one take podcast at gmail.com. Kieran, thank you so much. Uh, you know what? No, you came late. <laughs> no, no, no. Hear me out, Turch. Uh, you know the podcast time was changed. Yada yada yada. Um. Anyway, hey, <laughs> I'm trying to get I'm trying to get the theme tune going because someone had to make me unconnect my phone. Uh, we'll see you next Thursday. By the way, bonus article: teachers, teachers say that that that's it. Well, that's pretty good. Ah, uh, what a fucking shit show of an episode. Unless you're editing this one, <laughs> that'll be fun. That'll be, oh, be good. That'll be good. All right, buddy. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye.